Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. And we're live. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to Everyone is Warlocks in Conflux. <clears throat> My name is Jack. I am your GM and storyteller for this campaign. And joining me today as our beloved cast of characters, starting with Jeremy. Hello, my name is Jeremy. I am playing Korshana, uh, Kalistar. Uh, I guess we can say Pact of the Chain now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you mentioned me as a subtle reminder to get my ass into roll twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Was it subtle? Was it really? I mean And Nikki's here too. <laughs> yeah, I'm here too. <laughs> I'm playing Diamond Guitar, uh Folk Hero Pact the Blade. And William? Oh, I'm William, and I'm playing Wotan Saltsbury, the Dwarven Pact of the Compass Pirate. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Meja, the Loxodon Pact of the Tome. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Cole, the Pact of the Chain Warlock Shifter. Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia, human archaeologist, uh, and now Pact of the Blade Warlock. And John. I'm John, and I'm playing Heaton, the tiefling noble Pact of the Tome Warlock. And our last moments in Conflux were spent in the catacombs beneath Shadow Shades, where the Hawkshead Compact had ventured seeking information on clues hidden in their dreams. Passing a few side hallways and doors in this underground passage, the warlocks entered a large underground chamber where Hedon had envisioned a rival warlock the evening prior. The compact was suddenly beset by an ambush of imps and taken largely unaware, quickly succumbed to their attacks. Upon losing consciousness, the majority of them were confronted by their patrons and granted a boon for their sacrifice, solidifying their pacts in the aftermath. But before we view the final results of that confrontation, our eyes are first drawn to the commotion that has overtaken Lavender House in Twilight's Web, where Maja is occupied with her trade. Now, Maja, you awoke this morning to a clatter of hooves as a wagon ground to a sudden halt outside your clinic. 
You quickly got up and, and looked out the door. The vehicle is packed with groaning bodies, all in various states of in- injury. Industrial accident! Gasps the driver in the frenetic process of loading the wounded out of the wagon and into Lavender House begins. You can go ahead and start with a medicine check if you want to. Eighteen. Sorry, I don't have a but... But eighteen nonetheless. You start to prioritize the patients, evaluating the burns and the wounds. Um, It's pretty obvious that whatever this accident was, it was fairly severe, and during the, the loading, you begin to question the driver. There's a glass furnace down at Starfall Glaziers that apparently ruptured this morning, and exactly what you might expect when that sort of thing happens, happened. You send a message to Hawkshead House to inform the compact of your occupation after other guild members are first summoned to assist. For several hours, you and four other uh, members of the Apothecary and Healers Guild labor feverishly to try and save as many as you can as two more wagons bearing the injured swiftly follow the first. Fortunately, your quick reaction, your strong knowledge, and your ability to prioritize who is first in need of treatment uh, does a good job at helping you guys kind of stem the tide of of death as it begins to creep through Lavender House and claim a few of the patients despite your efforts. Eventually, the chaos subsides somewhat, and you start to make the rounds, checking on each patient, occasionally drawing a linen cloth across the face of a deceased one. The fourth corpse you reach is clutching something that you do not recall seeing previously. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Does this keen smell apply? Keen smell does not apply on this one. Ten. Ten. Um, so one of the cadaver's hands falls free as you examine them, making it easier to see what's held, at least. It's a thick book, untitled. It's got engravings of herbal specimens on the cover. Do I get any sense this is related to me or just, you know, random book someone I didn't notice someone had? It's a little weird because you know that you examine this patient before it wasn't one of the other healers who did the the initial evaluation and you don't think he had anything at the time also considering the amount of burns that this man has has suffered the fact that he's holding a more or less unscathed book is a little weird (laughs) for now i'm going to pick up the book okay Set it on a side table, continue placing the cloth over this one's face, ensuring that any that still need treatment or need need additional remedies to take home are attended to. As you pick up the book, your fingers close around it and the dead corpse doesn't offer any resistance, but you only have held it for a few brief moments, beginning to turn away as the corpse sits up with a rattle of breath (gasps) released from its open mouth. A familiar green flame burns behind the glazed sightless eyes as it turns to face you. Am I alone in the house at this point or are there still- You are not. 
Nope. There's still a number of healers running around. Your skills are great, but you are more than the one whose touch brings health. Do not fear to explore the breadth of your capacity. The city grows stagnant. The game is a much-needed disruption, Major, but even that might not be enough. Embrace your chaos in the unknown and unpredicted is where knowledge hides. Revolution comes. Which is when you fall through the floor. Everybody else, give me a perception check. Do we need to perceive the imps attacking us? Nope. 20. Natural 20. Mm-hmm. 22. Six. 14. <laughs> I have one eye. <laughs> 13. Okay. As you begin to rise to your feet, a surge of arcane power that erupts from all six of your forms sends the imps tumbling backward in a cascade of blue light. And when the illumination fades, Aurelia, <coughs> Heaton, you see Maja drop about six inches out of nothing to stand nearby. She's gilded in radiant energy and holding a book in her hand. Well, both hands probably still at this point. Now, all of you have a brief moment to position yourselves as the imps prepare to renew their assault. So everybody can describe to me roughly how you want to be positioned as you roll initiative again. Uh, are they all around us, like in a, a ring? Or right about there... now, most of you guys are clustered sort of towards the pit. They okay. are arced closer because they got blown back kind of ass over tea kettle from this yeah. surge of, of arcane power that <laughs> you guys sort of all contributed to. Okay, so. And so oh. they're more or less arrayed kind of along in an arc along the side of the room that came in the room. We're rolling much poorer on our initiative this time. This is great. This is fine. Yeah, but you've got a little bit of setup time at least. <laughs> 19. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to go kind of along if I can get the pit between me and them that would be great. Okay. So Absolutely. All right. So you're going to be on the far side of the pit. Hmm? Yep. Close to the uh, the the other doorway, the one that's chocked with fallen rock. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to. Um, I, I would like. Cole, to- where are you going to be? Uh, I'm going to be <laughs> seeing. How, I'm going to try to not be. I want to see like three or four people in front. Or um, I want to be behind Aurelia but in front of um, Keaton or any, like in that range where in front of people that I've seen go down in one hit. Okay. (laughs) In front of of them. All right. So you're, you're going kind of mid back line. Yeah. Uh, Major, you've just shown up. It's dark, but there's a little bit of light from, I know that somebody at least cast light down here. Yes. Um, and you can see <laughs> gnarling small demonic creatures that are sort of preparing to pounce on your friends once again. It's a large kind of oval room. There's a pit in the middle 
um, probably about ten feet at this point. Where do you want to stand? I I mean, I'm going to angle for the back of the group where I back or center, somewhere where I have access to many of my group members in fairly close range. Oh, okay. Heaton, where are you headed? Back. (laughs) (laughs) Way the fuck back. All right. Wotan and Diamond, where are you guys going to position? I feel like that leaves the two of us at the front. (laughs) Yep, that's fine. All right, then. Actually, if someone has to be at the um, front, everyone can't be in the middle or the back because then the back becomes the front. Actually, actually I want to be not not actually at the far back. Um, I want to be um, off to one side. Okay. Sort of in the flanking position. Right. Distant, but but flanking. Because I have because I have because other than Eldritch Blast, my only other spell I have is a cone, <laughs> and I don't want to cone through everyone the back else. Of everybody's heads. Yes, not usually the best shot. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry for the. Uh, I am going to be yeah about midline, like 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 Soldier McCree range. Okay. <laughs> not like Widow yeah. Ash. Uh, Corey Shana, we do not have an initiative for you yet. No, you do not. Because I w- you said, let me know where and then roll initiative. Sorry. <laughs> so I was letting you know where first. Fair enough. 19, but I did not. Oh, there, there there's the token. That's why I couldn't see that. <coughs> uh, <coughs> I get myself on the initiative tracker and then I'll put that. I got you on the initiative okay. tracker. It's just just be, just because yeah. I think it's funny, our initiatives are 19, 19, 15, 11, 7, 1, 1. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do great. All right. Yep. Which makes it Korashana, who's got an, a little demon at the yep. end of a frosty spectral chain right now. Yep. Yeah. I don't really have time to deal with that at the moment. <laughs> That's something we need to unpack later. So, suggestion, use it like a flail. <laughs> look, he looks down at it, and and, and uh, uh, yes, I do speak abyssal. Um, so, so in abyssal, just heal. And then I'll deal with these fun. That's so you say heal. Yes. And you hear... The imp respond, Fuck you, Russell! <laughs> and then those chains just tighten. <laughs> Sit, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Sit, boy. <laughs> like, both of its wings are literally just seem to be operating independently of it, carrying it into a nice little subservient position kind of off to your left hip right now as it is flailing and clawing at things it can't reach. And for the first time, Cora smiles. (laughs) (laughs) You still have an action. Yes, I do. Um... I am going to, well, since we're since since we're, we're we're third level, I'm going to bust out one of my new spells. Okay. Um, and let's see. We are. I'm assuming we're within sixty feet. Oh yeah. So I'm going to target one of them, and I am going to mind spike. Excellent. Uh, one of them is slightly injured. That one. Okay. That. You can, you can well, tell he's he's got a little. If he was a book, he would be like foxed around the edges, you know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
so it's a DC wisdom save for 14 uh, at 14. Otherwise, it takes 10 psychic damage. And I feel like there's something else that happens. Oh, yeah, I will always know the location. Okay. He the does succeed. Visible, etc. Okay. He does so, succeed on his wisdom save. So, so it takes half damage. Which is exactly as many hit points as he had left. <laughs> so Thanks, you man. cast your mind spike with a clench of your hand <clears throat> and his eyes kind of bug out of his head and you can see little pulses of veins across his bare scalp and then his head just kind of goes flop and he hits the ground. Excellent. His brain starts to leak out of his nose. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that means if 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 Yimp died, he did. That means yes, it does. <laughs> where did my what what there oh, there's here's a, that means I now get. Oh, are you are you fiend? Yep, yes. Being back. Temporary hit points. Uh, two plus, so five hit points. Yep, five temporary, five temporary hit points. Hit points. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. All right. Cool. Uh, unless, uh, Korshana, did you need no, to move? No, I'm done. Now? Okay. Uh, so, after that little vision, uh, I'm going to uh, cast uh, slight. Uh, behind or in in the throng of them uh i'm gonna cast spiritual weapon Um, okay and have it attack one of them and uh the weapon is going to be um a a spike chain with a raven claw at the end of it wicked so the shadowy silver edged (laughs) spiked chain with a raven's talon at the end of the claw that surmounts the 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 last link materializes out of nowhere it's a swipe at an imp and misses unfortunately and then with my action uh i'll cast chill touch at a different one 24 um if you make the you know yeah because it's a bonus action for uh yep Section. All right, yeah. but yes, uh, twenty-four hits, three points, three points of necrotic, necrotic damage. damage. All right, we will say uh, that was this guy. And move or no? Um, I'll I'll kind of fan out to the right a little bit. Okay. Uh, anything you're familiar is doing or no, you use your bonus action for. Yeah. I mean, it rolls its own initiative, but. Uh... Okay. Go ahead and, and roll in for, for the Raven as well then. Okay. Yeah. It's I had this up before. I think it's plus three. Eighteen. <laughs> Eighteen. All right. So the Raven goes next. Uh, it's just gonna fly in the face of one of them and distract them with the help action. Yeah, okay. So the next attack against them gets advantage. Yes. Major. None of your gang looks injured right now, so what you gonna do? Um I believe one of those imps is injured. 
Yes. Well, there's a... Let's go with Eldritch Blast going at that one. Okay. Which, for some reason, that doesn't output the thing it's, that I thought yeah, it was. It's set on the spell yeah, card. Yeah, it's spell card rather than attack roll. Attack. Yeah. Got it. Spell settings. What? I'm just going to roll. Never mind. It's going to be a sacred flame while I set that up. Okay. <laughs> Dex save or six radiant damage. All right. DC is 13 on that. He rolled a seven. He is looking very, very close to being dead. Okay. At which point, the four that are alive go. Um, they just fly straight for you guys, uh, trying to claw their way through to Korashana. Um, two of them stop to engage with uh, Diamond and Woten. The other two head straight for Korashana, subjecting them each to an opportunity attack. Uh, one for basically from Wotan and Korashana as well. So if you guys want to take those, you can do that. I think I missed with a 12. Uh, with a 12, you do. Uh, I, does 13 hit? 13 does hit. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. No, I don't want to do that. Do the damage. Uh, right. <laughs> click the name in the chat box, like yep. where where it's actually in in the chat in roll twenty. Where it says Marquis Gift, you yeah. can just yes. click click that name and it'll give you the damage. Oh hell yeah, thirteen! <clears throat> Yay! Solid. So this imp dives towards Korashana, looping around, trying to skirt Diamond's uh, area. And Diamond just whips out the sword with one quick motion, and the thing is bisected across the abdomen. Yeah. 100% dead, dead, dead. Dead. Huh. Yeah. Swords. Like swords. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Woten uh, and Korashana and Diamond are all getting a single attack then. So against Woten... Does a 22 hit you? You have to ask the question. <laughs> John's benefit. Um, get, you take seven piercing damage and give me a constitution save, which you have advantage on. Because I'm a dwarf. Because you're a dwarf. 21. 21, and you take five poison damage. So two poison damage, because I also have poison resistance. Yes. Korashana... Mm -hmm. uh, a 22 hits you, yes, I assume. Yes, it does. Uh, you also can make a constitution save. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Because I did the, because I was so well at this last time. Yep, nope. Okay, you take five piercing damage and 15 poison damage. Thank you. Thank you, temporary hit point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How much was the second one? Uh, five and then 15. So okay. 20 total. I still 20. have two. All right. Um, all right. Now, here's a quest. Well, actually, no, it's no longer my turn. So, yes, I am going to. Uh, 
Uh, they're probably resistant, but what the fuck? Why not? Uh-huh. Uh, I am going to <coughs> use uh, my reaction okay. for icy rebuke. All right. Um. Two. So dexterity save or take thirteen cold damage. Nice. Dexterity save. So he got a twenty on his deck save. Okay. Does that just have the damage or it has the damage? Right? All right. Um, it was the guy who only had one hit point that was attacking. <laughs> him. So, even with his resistance, you just shank a a bit of ice right through his eyeball, and he is down for the count. Uh, the last one attacks Diamond. Swoops down in front of you, lashes out with its stinger. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming a seven does not hit you, however. Does not. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Aurelia. Uh, so. Left. One of whom is engaged with Wotan, one of whom is engaged with uh, Diamond. Okay. Um, I hex the one that is engaged with Diamond. Okay. Uh, so there's that. As I pull i pick up my crossbow and fire it at him okay so that's a natural one though so you pull up the crossbow and the bolt slips out you from from where you were picking it up off the ground you pull the trigger and the bolt was already kind of cockeyed and it just kind of spins it off to one side and you're going to have to reload this thing. Okay. Um, uh, Hex, I am going to have that be a dexterity. uh, Has advantage on dexterity saves. for Uh, Skill checks. Oh, skill ability checks. Yeah, ability checks. Unfortunately, Hex does not do anything against saves. Otherwise, it would be even way more powerful than it already is. Mm. Which is why at some point I need to make a grapple or a warlock. I'm gonna do it on and I just hold you down, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do it on intimidation then, and it suddenly turns right. Mm, it, it suddenly has bunny ears. Disadvantage on charisma checks. <laughs> just charisma. It's, it's all of one ability, not just one, yeah. not just one skill check. Oh, okay. so everything gotcha. with charisma. Yep, yeah. charisma. Everything with charisma. Go for it. Okay. All right. <sighs> And I'm not moving. That's my turn. All right. What's Heaton going to do then? Can I get... Could I angle a cone that just encompasses the two one the two that are in front of sure. Diamond and Wotan? Yep. Okay. You take a few steps forward, position so, yourself so that it's the edge is going to cut across right in front of Diamond and Wotan, but only clear the area. Basically, before. yeah. Uh striking the striking the tip of my jeweled tail on the ground, a fire, uh sort of a little a little mode of fire just sort of hangs up above it as I bring my tail in front of me, angle my fingers around it, and just a wave of flame erupts out from between my two fingers as I cast Burning Hands at level two. There you go. You said... No. That was not a little. Tail, I was afraid you were gonna light a fart or something. Uh, that was no, they Hang make on. Dexterity. Yeah, they make. They have to make saves. For some reason, it didn't include the save when it got input into the thing. Hang on. Uh, also, higher level casts. 
Roll 20, why didn't you do anything that you're supposed to do? <laughs> when you drag them in. Ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba. Why doesn't it have... It so has... while you're... It's a DC 14 deck save. Right. You bring up this sheet of flame and it erupts from your hands, sizzling past Diamond and Wotan and bathing them in this hot, consuming... There it is. I fixed it. Cascades of flame. You are... You are certain that you have simply doused them in fire. And as it dies away, they turn to you, having taken no damage. Damn it. Because they're immune to fire. Um, I tried. You you tried. And, you know, you haven't run into these things before. And they, they were breathing kind of ice shit. That made sense. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately... That's just aesthetics. <laughs> fire, fire immunity still translates. Uh, and so it's down to Wotan and Diamond, who are more or less acting at the same time. Uh, ladies first. Uh, Dem's gonna see the one that didn't get hit by Heaton and is going to cast Earthbind on him. They both got hit. They just didn't care. Uh, the well, the one that's like directly in front. Uh, Diamond okay. like like feels the earth around her and mm -hmm. then summons it to shoot up and grapple this imp. He needs to make a strength save, 13. <clears throat> so these beams of radiant energy just lash out from the ground, golden and glowing, wrapping around this imp, and you feel them yank, pulling this thing down towards the ground. Somehow it rolls a natural 20, which means it's an 18. <laughs> so it's just, those wings are working over time. It's less... It, it's less that it has an immense amount of physical might and just that it's gone from, you know, kind of hovering in the air to full-on bumblebee wings at this point. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yep, uh, unfortunately. Nah, 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 that's fine. Uh, I get ready for whatever's next. Okay. Wotan, you're up. So, Wotan, how many are there left? Two. Two. Just two? Okay. Which is why Wotan is not going to waste a spell on this. Um, <clears throat> so Wotan just kind of, after swiping the axe back at the one that managed to get away, just kind of sw switches the hand grip back to the one that's in front of it and just swings back forward. Because my dice rolling has been shit. I don't want to risk making another class at disadvantage right now. Mm. My dice rolling has been shit. I can't hit a damn thing. <laughs> Swipes in the air, and this one ducks out underneath the, the stroke of your axe. <laughs> and it's back to Cole's turn again. Uh, okay, so then Wait. the... Okay, no. Yeah, I don't know why it re... Because I have a higher dex modifier. Oh, okay. Oh, last, time, last time it was just because you were the newest one. Fair, fair. Freshest. Wait, it automatically does that stuff now? That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Um... So, yeah, also, why I, did it take this long for Roll20 to figure that shit out? I don't know. <laughs> we'll just blame Jack and move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the chain is going to snake back towards us and try to rake one of the imps <laughs> in the back. Okay. With a 24. That's going to hit. That'll do her. 
it's only at level two. <laughs> Seven <laughs> force damage. All right. Uh, and then... I think that was the one that uh, had been hexed by Aurelia, so... Yep. Uh, and then how close am I to um, either Woten or Diamond? Like, are they... You've got, you've got a move action left. You can be as close as you need to be. Okay. I'll get right up next to Woten. Seems like he's struggling a little bit and then uh try to slash at that one with uh my dagger okay i mean physically i'm completely fine <laughs> it's just a, That's yeah, a, didn't get a damn thing it's it's squirreling around on you yeah uh for five piercing damage okay so both of the two remaining imps have have taken damage now and are looking definitely the worse for wear Korishana. Cool. Well, I'm out of spells, and I have two hit points left. So, <laughs> Cora uh, sort of looks at the situation, looks looks down at, at, at their new best friend, and just says, in the, the, Shethal, which sounds like he is now providing a name. <laughs> <laughs> points at the at the one that perhaps looks the most hurt and goes kill. And Shethal, against its will, like flying backwards, <laughs> still clawing as hard as it possibly can, and the tail just whips out and at the more injured. <laughs> I have to look up imp stats really quick because I have a I'll just I'll just roll an attack for it. Okay. Uh, Shethal Please. makes an attack with a twenty-two. Please yeah, tell I mean, me that Shethal is the like Kalashtar word for shithead. It is. It is boring for shithead. Yes. I love it. Uh, unfortunately, they are largely immune and resistant to the same types of damage that they can deal, but he does three piercing damage, which is actually enough to kill his former comrade. <laughs> hey, you told him to kill. Yep, yep, you did. Because sometimes people roll max. So good, good, good for shit. Good job. All right. <laughs> Um, what's the raven doing, Cole? Hmm? Uh, it's gonna fly up to the last remaining one and just... All right. Next get it aggravatingly. <laughs> Next attack at this imp gets advantage. Major, it's your turn. Uh, I think it's fair to say Cora is the most injured. Yes. <laughs> yes, it definitely Probably. Is. Okay. Um... Also, because it's my turn, and so I can direct JM attention. I forget, do we roll for hit points in this game? Because I didn't level up my hit points. Uh, you can, if if you have been rolling previously, then you keep rolling, yes. If it's an option, I'm rolling. Okay, but it's, yes. It's not mm -hmm. as important as I'm going to... Um... Yeah, so... I need to set up a macro for this, but Cora gets one hit point back because I'm shit at this. <laughs> I mean, one is one. That's something. <laughs> one is more Sorry. than zero. Um, yeah. At, 
No, that's good because if one of them, for some reason, even though I think this is impossible, does two hit points worth of damage to me, I will still be up now. Uh, and because that is not a spell, never mind. Healing word is not a spell I have access to. Yeah, cool. but well, because that was that was he. You used your healing light for that, right? Yeah. That's that, was your, that was your bonus action. So you but, still have your action left. I thought healing light was an action. Thank no, you. it's a bonus action. Is it? Never mind. Text of the thing. Yep. Um, so I'll walk over to Cora uh, yep. and do a cure once. To All right. Give you slightly more hit points. Because you're pretty not doing great. And also apparently have a pet. One of these things is trying to murder us. <laughs> yes. So recently acquired. I like need it. Oh, that's much there better. You <laughs> I have life. <laughs> I live. Fix my hit points. Um, okay. This last imp vanishes. Bitch. Oh, oh, um, if, is this the one that I had, uh, hexed? It is not, unfortunately. Damn it. died. Okay. Um, can I... Damn. You can make, turn? anybody who wants to can make a perception check at disadvantage as um, this thing attempts to do a runner. So... so uh, I can roll for everything except attack rolls, apparently. I have a question on on a spell then for okay. hex. It says I can on my turn use a bonus action to curse a new creature. Nowhere in the description. Okay, no wait. Never mind. This, it is I was gonna say I think on your turn, you, on your turn, and that Damn you can it. see. Okay. I think you have Never to mind. Mm, yes. Uh, can my raven make an opportunity attack <laughs> if it's trying to run? Uh, it can make the attack at disadvantage if okay, yes, yeah. it was right next to it. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay, so. Well, actually, it's a flat attack. No, no, wait. Mm. Yeah, because it can't help itself. It can't help itself. So yeah, it's a it's an attack at disadvantage. So was this the one that I had earth earthbound? I don't. I think the one that you had her earthbound was the one that was hexed. Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the one that was near you. Yep, that's a natural one. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Doing our best. <laughs> um. All right. So it's making a run for it. Uh, Heaton, you think you've got an idea of where it's at? You can make attacks at it against it at disadvantage if you want to. Okay. I'm assuming I know where it is as well. Then. Yeah, it really is next. So. Oh wait, it really is. Next. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. Uh, did you make yours at, did you make your perception check at disadvantage though, Aurelia? I did not, sorry. Okay. Uh, let me do that one more time. Uh, yeah, it's a Okay, Never so mind. you do not know where it is, unfortunately. Damn it. So it, it's right. your turn. What would you like to do with the rest of your turn since it's vanished and is clearly trying to get out, but you have no idea where it's at? Dissonant whispers. <laughs> One creature okay. within range. It does not need to be visible. Nope, it does not. I'm swearing softly to myself <laughs> as I try and get the stupid bolt up. I look up and I see it's gone. Okay. It has to make a wisdom save, right? 
Oh, that's terrible. Okay. Um, I mean, it's still 18 damage. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the first roll was bad. Uh, yes, wisdom save. DC 13. <laughs> All right. So you guys see this imp vanish, and you hear the fluttering of wings as it's trying to get away. <laughs> and then just Aurelia starts swearing to herself under her breath, and all of a sudden there's a... <laughs> And a headless imp corpse just reappears <laughs> in this doorway here and kind Yay! of very wetly slaps into the stone. And we're out of initiative. Hey. hey. Good job, everybody. Fortunately, the burning hands that I wasted was a racial ability, not a spell. So I've still got all my spells. <laughs> oh my god, we did it. We fought imps. Yay. Mm. Now, there's a number of corpses around the, where you guys are near the pit. I kick one of them into the pit. Okay. <laughs> Their blood has spattered all over, and you see a few of the grooves in the edge of the pit <clears throat> trickling down these towards the center. And after a moment, it, some of it stains the small circle at the bottom. And with a faint grinding rumble, the small stone disc in the center of the pit slides and swivels, and a fist-sized faceted red crystal rises up to the level of the floor. It's firmly set on a stone, small stone pedestal and seems to have a series of interior cracks and flaws to it. It's a big-ass crystal. Ooh. What is that? Uh, money. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to step forward and take a closer look. Okay. See. Anything. Perception or investigation. I would also like to to take. I'm trying to figure out what it is. If it's if it's. I this is how about Arcana? Can you can make an Arcana check if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. Could I make an I Arcana check on it? it? Seventeen. So, what can we roll for this? Perception. Perception. I will make a investigation or whatever other sort of investigatory thing you would like to figure out. That's not what you're saying. But we're still just a nine. Oh, finally rolled okay on that. 14. I'm doing swell on rolls tonight, guys. Corez, you're looking at it. You're fairly certain there's at least some level of magicalness to this thing, but you're you're not entirely sure what would activate the enchantment. It's got a level of power to it, but it's currently inert. It hasn't been activated yet. Um Diamond, you're looking at it. This thing would probably be worth a couple hundred gold to the right jeweler. Uh, Cole and Woten, you're you're trying to see if there's anything particularly new about it, other than it's got weird shapes or fractures or something on the interior. Major, as you're looking at it, you kind of angle around in a couple different directions. Some of those things look like they might actually make shapes if you could line it up correctly. Or maybe if you shone a light through it and then it would cast some level of shadow that might 
Um, you said this is a pretty dark space, right? There's no natural light in here. There's currently a light cantrip kind of uh, nearby, <laughs> but you can you can see, but it's fairly dim light. Do I know whose light cantrip it is? You do not. Then I'll sort of gesture to the. Um, I'd like to try something, if, if you don't mind, gesturing to the light cantrip that's floating around the room. I believe that was Korishana's light it cantrip, right? It was not me. Nope. I don't have light. Okay. I think I'm the only one who can cast light, which is why I'm confused. Oh, we had torches. We didn't have a light cantrip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yes, that is correct. Mm. Sorry, there's torches. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which imp was still alive and had the light cantrip. <laughs> None of, I mean, unless, unless it's Shathal. No. Yeah. Uh, who I'm assuming is currently just still going just nuts. Just being sort of held there, yeah. yeah. Okay. Shathal so, is currently kind of. Clearly then, I will say. If we could dim the other lights, I have a thought. Yes. Of course. Press the digitation. Okay, that works. And I'll yes. sort of cast the light tr- cantrip and, and try and get potentially shadow puppetry to happen. Yay. I try and back away from this because I don't know what she's doing exactly and I don't want it to blow up and I don't want to be there when it blows up. So I back away. I look at it curiously and step a little closer. I'm I yeah, I know I definitely step next to Major to make sure she doesn't get hurt. <laughs> so Major, I'm gonna say you cast it on the palm of your hand and then just start moving it. Yeah, in palm from of my hand, little crystal something. Right. From side to side. <laughs> takes a few minutes, a few tries to get the right angle, but suddenly the fragmented reflections suddenly coalesce into the image of a crouching half-elf male, closer to the the edge of where the pit begins to rise to meet the floor above. He's wearing a tunic with oversized cuffs, and his scalp is shaved on both sides with longer hair sweeping down the back of his neck. For a moment, he's motionless, and then the illusion stands up straight and steps back a little further, looking around as if to an invisible audience. My name is Regon Thoneth, and I am the last surviving member of the Compact of Golden Crest. I am... I have become something terrible. All of us have. The 46 cycle is a torrent of blood and sorrow. Our minds have broken under the strain so many times. The waves of the enemy are unceasing and our magic still functions only in a few strategic places across conflicts. I I used to... Their march is inexorable and they are unafraid. The center of Shadow Shades still stands, however, and I... I go to my death. I still hear my lady's whispers here in the final days. She grants my hope of a legacy and tells me I can still leave her fate touch mark upon this city. When I fall, I will fall. She says her servants will take my remains and forge seven antiquities to outlast my mortal form. He straightens a little bit. Fresh amount of resolve kind of cresting over his face for a brief moment. Now I speak their names here in the hope of the full future of Conflux. Find them 
if you hear this message. Use them to protect your home from this invasion. Miss Embrace, the Weird Thorn, Agony's Limb, the Everbloom Lily, Visage Sepulchral, the Briar Weave Raiment, the Lux Stone. And the illusion just vanishes in a shower of sparks. Can we get those typed out, please? <laughs> there you go. Mm. Thank you. And I got a fair bit of the things he said, so. Yep. For other people's notes. Also possible I misspelled his name quite drastically. I mean, I take that as a, 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 no offense. I take that as a given with you as a rule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair, but some of the people here have not dealt with my note-taking before. That's fair. I can't stop. I was close. I wrote wrote Raygon. I'm proud. That's all I got. (laughs) All right. And so a quiet sort of descends over the room. The crystal is still just sitting there. And then after a moment, a faint crack, just a very small one, appears in the edge of one of the facets. Huh. I wonder if those are all the items that I saw. Probably. That would seem like... There was a lily, right? Yes, there was a lily. I'm going to walk up to the crack. Ah. Okay. Give me either a nature or an arcana check. Mm-hmm. We're going to do nature. Nope. It looks like there's a small amount of damage to the crystal, like you sometimes see on naturally formed stones. Okay. Um, but I saw this form, correct? When the recording was done playing? Yeah. Okay. I'm <coughs> run my trunk along that edge. Okay. Yeah, it's... The the material of the stone is still intact. It still feels like a solid object. There's just a small fracture in there. It's not like a bit is breaking off or anything. It's mm-hmm. just cracked itself slightly. Cracked on still the interior all... of the crystal or externally? Uh, the crack does reach the outside edge. Um... But it it doesn't seem to have actively fragmented any pieces off of it. It's still all one intact object. Just slightly damaged. Flipping, uh, flipping through my book. Uh, um, I have a thing I'd like to try. <laughs> I'd say holding up my book. <laughs> yes. What is it? Where were you <laughs> carrying? Where were you carrying? <laughs> I wasn't. It just appeared. It's a I gift. think it's evident that that several things have just appeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you always have a book. Since I, <laughs> I've not have. A, you've never seen me hold a book. Yeah, no, <laughs> the whole demon on the, on the end of a chain thing. That's that. We'll get it to that. It was sort of just kind of bobbing up and down in midair. 
looking very yes. angry you and there's do. a low grade stream of profanity in a language that probably only a few of you maybe understand. Um, but it doesn't really seem to have any <clears throat> amount. There's like, there's a, the occasional twitch of like a finger or a foot or the tail. Like it's trying to do things, but really kind of can't. Hidden, <laughs> um, you do your thing. I will deal with this situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to spend 10 minutes ritual casting identify on the crystal. Okay. Because I have ritual spells in my book. Yeah. Lucky. I, while that's happening, I will pull open the compass and check the... Uh... As William becomes a robot. <laughs> Sorry, pull out your compass and check what? Sorry, um, internet connection being a little weird. Um, so just pull out the compass and check what direction it's pointing. Currently, it's pointing towards the door. <laughs> that makes sense. I cautiously walk closer to the crystal. Uh-huh. I want to defo check out that crystal. Just okay. Into it. I'm. Um, I'm I just, so, I just have a hand. I'm going to go around and cut the tails off all the imps. If what are still you there. Do- what are you doing? They're still there. Hmm? Okay. So that's five imp tails? I mean, six if you want to ask Korishana. Hmm? Well, I'm assuming that that's <laughs> theirs now. So I'm not going to ask. Unless they're like, hey, this thing won't stop twitching and trying to stab at people. You want it? <laughs> I mean, don't worry. It's not going to have a tail for long. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you get, uh, give me a survival check. Just for just for shits. Eight. You get three tails that are intact. And two where you're like, you go to to clip it and then all of a sudden you apparently like nick the poison gland or something and it erupts and then kind of dissolves itself a little bit and it's like ah shit but you have three intact imp tails okay. imp tails the new disney cartoon coming to no <laughs> i was actually yep. thinking it's I, a I thing that's like gonna that. happen in that oh, horrifying looking sonic movie <laughs> I mean, mm. see, I, I was just thinking of like a demonic version of Dragon Tales, but that's just me. <laughs> that would be fun. Ten minutes passes. <laughs> and Heaton, you glance up from your concentration, having laid your hand to the crystal for the entire time. It is an arcane repository. It has the ability to record about five minutes of a single visual object. The crystal itself, just as it stands, is probably worth about 300 gold. And with the right incantations and preparation, which you are now aware of, um, it can serve as a repository of recorded messages. There are five facets to the primary um, crystalline structure. Shining a bright enough light through it 
reveals one of the messages. It can hold up to five. So 25 minutes, technically, of recorded visual and auditory imagery uh, and information Does of a single individual or object. Yeah. Does it seem like there's more than one message on it? Right now, there is one message in it. Mm -hmm. And that's the one we just saw. That's the one you just saw. Okay. Yeah. Ah, so... Also, the crack is gone. <laughs> ah. So, after 10 minutes of staring at this thing, he just spontaneously erupts into sound. Oh, that's cool. And also worth a lot of money. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's a... If, basically, it's a magical messaging service. Uh, you can magically... With, with an incantation and some magic, you can record five minutes of a message. Up to five individual messages can be stored into it. Uh, only the one that we just saw was in it, but... It's and it can be left. And if you shine light through in a certain way, like what 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 like what Major Major did, uh, it 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 shows the message. Ah, that's awesome! Holy crap, that's a really cool magic item from the forty six cycle. Yep. Was it forty six or twenty six? Forty six. Forty six. He said forty six. What what is our current cycle? Eighty nine. Yeah. So is that, are cycles years or? <sighs> cycles are just, they range cycles by which game it happens. Every game is the advent of a new cycle. So you guys are currently technically starting the 89th cycle. This is the 89th great game that has been played in Conflux, according to historical records. It's not really a good measure of time unless you happen to know how many years were between each cycle. Because yeah. that varies widely. So, no, no real way of telling how long ago that was, other than you should go to a library. I guess that it was a it long time, though. Yeah. Let's go to a library. <laughs> I'm banned from at least two libraries in the city. So, then I guess we can go to the one that you're banned from. <laughs> If you want to come with us. I was going to ask how you were banned, but I don't think I want to know. Okay. Um, Public yeah, real friendly with the Rolodex. Public indecency, mostly. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yes. Um, no, that is, that is very valuable and also should not get into the wrong hands. Uh, we should take it with us. Does it, does it seem like the message once played is gone or is it still there? Uh, no, it stays. Hmm. Yeah, you can overwrite it with another message if you decide to. I but. mean, uh, if so, the message is still there, but it can only each facet can only hold one message at a time. If we want to make sure no one else can see anything, can see that message, we can simply record over it. Or take it with us. Hmm. I mean, we can take All it right, with I'm us too. This luck. This this thing rose out of the ground, didn't it? Yep. Yes. We, we could have a way to put it back down in the ground. <laughs> and then the next warlock group that has. I would recommend not. Down here. I would recommend not putting it back in the ground simply because if we're not intending to use it, it's worth a lot of money. How much money? About 300 gold. <gasps> Holy shit. And I know the right buyers. And I can simply record five minutes of me spanking my ass to, to cover the message if we want. <laughs> this is the 
that is a historical record. <laughs> I mean, okay. it could be. Yes. <laughs> no, not, mm, no, not that. What is already on there? Do you realize how important that is? Yes, I wrote that it is down. A <laughs> I say, flipping to the page in my in my book where I wrote it down. Yes, but it is it it is important to keep the the actual recording. Otherwise, there is no evidence. It is just us having written something down and presenting it and saying this is true. Isn't that yes. what most history books are? Hmm. Yes, yes, but we are not I the victors yet. <laughs> I mean, valid. We do want to weigh that, though, Hayden. Your point is taken about the value of that information to potential antagonists if we intend to sell the object. How big is this thing? About the size of a fist. Hmm. Oh. Like, I don't particularly see a need for us to use it other than for the information that's in it. And keeping the information that's in it for historical records serves literally only us. No, it 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 serves the entire city and our understanding of our past. How does the entire city understanding that several cycles ago they had a bunch of shit go down and warlocks were not happy about it and one of them got carved up to make seven magical items serve because, the entirety of the city? It does not serve the entirety of the city. However, it does potential. Well, it may or may not. That's debatable. However... When we institute our campaign to overthrow the government as part of the team, it provides something as a propaganda tool. What? What are we going to do now? Oh, yeah. So in case none of you understood the message received or didn't get a very clear picture, uh, our goal is to overthrow the government. I had assumed by this point that was quite obvious. Challenging, but not an unclear objective. That's the I that's no fancy parties. That's the objective of the game. Awesome! Let's get the guillotine put in front of the Capitol building. Yay! No. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> yes. Have we gone through the guillotine process enough that we know <laughs> why that didn't work for its intended purpose? Not really, actually. Okay. Never mind, then Aaron <laughs> about, yeah, the most uneven implementation of even humane execution. Oh, no, 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 Nikki knows the guilt team was awful and how everything worked, but still, great intimidation tactic. <laughs> Very good intimidation tactic. <laughs> It does make people yeah. uncomfortable. We will at least say that much. <laughs> All right. So if if that is the goal of this, then that artifact is even more important than ever before. And our understanding of what happened before and what has been happening in this city is even more important because... Problem. <sighs> that crystal doesn't actually explain anything. No, but it gives us some clues to go off of. Well, then it seems that... Also, uh, he can make me an intelligence check. Yep. Who feels it is best to sell it now? 
Six. <laughs> okay. Heaton. Smart, not that smart. <laughs> Heaton, smart, not that smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean... Selling it is not perhaps in our best interest at this time. Who feels it is best to leave it here? Not at all, no. Oh, then it seems we have a majority for hanging on to it, at least for now. Hidden, is the artifact removable or locked to being here? Can I pull it off the pedestal, Jack? Before uh, you, do that. you go to pull it off the pedestal, it's it's set. Yeah, it's set in Physically the pedestal. In the, I mean, you could probably break it free if you, you took a little time. I, I'm asking the person who cast Identify. Yeah, so that's, I guess that's, that's, yeah. and and I wasn't saying I was trying to pull it off, Jack. I was asking yeah. you if yeah, I no. thought I could pull it off. Yeah, no, as it, as it, as it appears, and as somebody who's had their hand against it for 10 minutes, this thing <laughs> is, this thing is like built into that little rock. Yeah, no, it's attached. Like we could, I have a we could I pull out a pick. We could, we could absolutely carve it off the pillar, but it is currently attached as it stands. You guys are also noticing that Woten is currently walking up the hall. Hmm? Yeah, I was ignoring him. Bye, Woten. Okay. Bye. If you die, we won't be able to help you. I believe I'm less likely to die walking out of this place and staying in here for much longer. I yeah, mean, all the imps in here are dead, so. The imps out there aren't. Yeah, my, my, my patron is uh, 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 not likely to stop at just a few imps. No, I'll hurry. I'm going to try and use my... I do my, believe that was my patron. The miners picked to, to uh, remove the crystal from the pillar. Okay. Hopefully with, with the least amount of damage to both of them. Give me a dexterity check with uh, with your proficiency added. Okay. So this is going to be plus two. God oh, damn it! No! Smash the crystal. <laughs> so you swing your pick. Oh my god. Aiming for the base. Instead, you hit that crystal just dead on. Oh no! Uh... Just roll me a d4 and add your strength modifier to okay. it. Oh, no. As I jump away, as a pick flies at my head. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, four. That was definitely enough to uh, annihilate pretty much any window that you might have have come across, or and and your knowledge is that you know rocks of a crystalline structure generally have pretty significant fracture points and fragility option, op, options to them. Doesn't really seem to have done too much damage to the crystal, but you uh, you, you definitely clocked that crystal like a good one. Hmm? I like the idea that it just looks like that was your intention. Though. Right. Just I, like, like, I reach up and put a hand on the miner's pick. Perhaps we try a more delicate option. Maybe use it like a pry bar. <laughs> I mean, can't. How big is the 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 fixture that it's on? A pedestal is probably about six inches across or so, roughly circular. How tall? Probably about eight inches tall. Uh, can I kick it? Can I kick the pedestal? Give me a give me an athletics check. Mm. 
14. You can kick that pedestal. You kick the shit out of that pedestal. It's still a boot against a big chunk of rock. Yeah. Which doesn't really give all that much. But yeah, you kick the shit out of that thing. I feel better about myself. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't hit the crystal. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Woten. You start walking. About five minutes pass, you come to the sort of area where there were a couple side passages and uh, Cole had unlocked a door. And the compass is just held out in front of me the entire time. Right now, it's sort of just swinging back and forth. Not really definitely directed towards any particular, but it never swings back around to point back towards the room. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems to be pointing out as right. far as I can tell. Well, out-ish, but like out. Of, once you pass the room and we're walking for a bit, that's when it sort of seemed to lose any particularly strong directive. Mm-hmm. You, you feel like you know, in a, in in video game terms, you passed the waypoint, and now it's sandbox time. Yeah, at which point he kind of looks around. There's no time like the present, I suppose. And he just kind of holds the compass up and very faintly whispers, Thalia Forge Fire into the into the compass itself. Okay. And that needle spins a little bit. And then points and then eventually settles and strongly indicates from where you're at here, a mostly north, but slightly east. North, northeast, we'll say. (laughs) Uh, He will go ahead and just make his way out of the complex and wait for people to finish fucking around with a crystal. Okay. So you walk about another 20 steps before you hear ahead of you the tramp of feet. Somebody is coming down. Several somebodies. Hmm. Uh, Is there an alcove or like a side room to disappear into? Only the one that Cole had unlocked, which is about, you know, 60 yards behind you at this point, probably. Hmm. You You could potentially duck in there and hope that nobody catches you. Yeah, I'll try and disappear in there. Okay, give me a stealth check, we'll say, with advantage. Yay. are <laughs> already unlocking <laughs> that door. <laughs> Good work, I mean, yeah. This is going to be important later. Duck into that little area, kind of glancing behind you. You've got dark vision, so you can see a couple crates and a couple benches and things. There's shit in here, but it's a fairly small room, probably no more than... 15 feet in any given direction and you just sort of pull the the door shut next to you uh do you do you flip the latch closed again yes all right so you lock it behind you with the the little bolt that you can shoot from this side and you hear a number of people walk past is there any is there any like slat in the door that allows me to see through it or yeah. mm. okay um once I stop hearing people walking past, once I hear the last person pass by, I'll just very mm-hmm. slowly draw the bolt and just kind of peek out. Okay. 
Um, you can see the backs of barely a couple people before they vanish around the next turn. Probably good 30, 40 feet away at this point. And it looks like they're heading into uh-huh. towards where the other group was at. Yep. Meanwhile, other group. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Diamond just kicked the shit out of out of a stone pedestal, which did Still not seem air, but it was it was it was definitely a solid shit kicking. Look, the next thing I'm gonna do is grab the crystal and try and pry it off, but Okay. Uh, Cora though, first. Yes. So I had said when uh, I, I realized that this is way back, mm-hmm. but I had said when we were spending ten minutes doing the identify, I was going to deal with the with with the, with the imp situation. Sure. So you so, so <clears throat> rolling back the clock a little bit, <laughs> Cora. Yes. You've got an enraged, rebellious imp that. You seem to be able to at least stop from actively making too much noise or overtly murdering the crap out of what it seems to be intent on doing. So I walk over and I sort of, sort of, sort of crouch down to get on on somewhat level, but still sort of towering over. Mm -hmm. Like we're gonna have to, we're we're gonna have to work this out. You're upset, aren't you? I imagine you're con- you you are distressed at having seen the 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 death of your fellows and concerned that the same thing might happen to you. Are you going to behave? Are you are you letting it speak? Yes, yes, I'm allowing it. I'm gonna rub your fucking eyeballs and shit down your throat. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> Let me establish. I think I have a solution to all of our problems here. You might be less concerned if that 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 you will follow your fellow's fate if you are a little less like them, and you need to understand who's in. And I start enforcing my will to reconfigure <laughs> this creature. Just roll me. Just roll me a straight wisdom. Okay. No, an insight, actually. Insight? Oh, good. I'm good at those because I have advantage. And you have advantage on those, and it it technically applies. That would be a 19. (laughs) You begin to sort of push your mental capacity into whatever weird connection has been established between you and this thing. You've got a surprising level of control and power over this one living entity, technically. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, uh, imps are potentially... I don't like the idea that it can just lash out with its tail. So we're going to switch it over into uh, a something that can that can 
act on deceit a little bit better and, and perhaps fit our fit our goals better and shift it into into a closet form. Okay. So anybody who happens to be watching during this period <laughs> sees <laughs> probably Cora not pleasant looking. <laughs> just oh, make a slight gesture. <laughs> And the tail just severs. There's a little gout of blood that stops and seals over. And with a blink, the eyes suddenly bulge and expand. And the skull seems to kind of crack and flake and ripple underneath. And a couple of little shards of bone just sort of shoot out and clatter to the floor. And you can see the throat kind of pulsing as this thing goes into convulsions to the extent that it literally rips its own wings off. And after about two or three minutes of internal vivisection, the kind of reddish-skinned imp has gone through a fairly physically traumatic shift and now stands with slightly shorter arms, no tail, no wings, bulging eyes, and what was more of just kind of like a, a, a lumpy sort of scalp has shot a pair of horns out that now arc up. And Shathal is now a closet of your own design. Yep. Standing in a pile of its own shit and viscera and blood. Do we understand? And much quieter now. Do we understand each other now? Good. I look back at everybody. Everybody, this is Shithal. He will be helping us. Uh, can you do that to all the imps? No. Shithal raises an arm and extends a middle <laughs> finger that somehow shifts into a thumbs up, <laughs> which it looks at. <laughs> kind of surprised and it just puts its arm back down no, I'm not paying attention at all this is simply because a servant I have co-opted from my patron and you don't like your patron that's right no I wish to uh, cause my patron's downfall right 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 so still though the, all of the imps in here who I believe were servants of 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 them trying to trying to 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 murder me and the rest of us. I don't, oh, I don't like, like your patron either. I also really didn't like watching that. Yeah, that was It's like a train wreck though. A lot of weird shit happened in the last couple of days, but that that one up there. Mm-hmm. As I, as I pick up the fourth tail. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. 
<sighs> it was necessary to establish a hierarchy. Uh-huh. I'm seeing someone harvesting tails. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's collecting at this point. <laughs> but yeah. Question. It, to my knowledge, are there any elements of imps like this that might be useful medically, potions, that sort of thing? Um, Give me an... God, I don't... I'm going to say a nature check. Yeah. Never mind. You assume that there's probably some level, but you would need to... You'd need to have hopefully one in significantly better quality than any of these are to do an, to do a to do a, a good medical evaluation, but... Yeah, that's fine. But given what you've seen them attempt to do, you know that they've got some level of it's 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 not just claws and teeth and I mean it's got they've got stingers on them. Could I Ow. potentially just harvest some of the stingers or poison or whatever with my alchemist supplies? Um, if Cole hadn't cut all the tails off already that were possible <laughs> you, you 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 could you could ask if he's willing to to let you poke it no i was i was misunderstanding how imps are shaped okay yeah basically they have a tail with a stinger on the end yeah yeah i thought you meant the claws were never mind i don't care. yeah no they they have teeth and claws smaller ones but yeah no they're they're their main attack <clears throat> vector is is the tail stinger Mm-hmm. Well then, I believe we are good at this point. We can't bring that with us, obviously. Uh, well, we can at least rewrite. We can at least cover up that message so no one else knows it. If we cannot bring it, that seems wise. Any of us know how to do that? Yeah, I do. So it would take probably about a minute or two to cast uh, the spell. Mm -hmm. And then... Just five minutes of my middle finger. And then about five minutes of your middle finger. (laughs) Yeah, just just sitting there. So take about seven, ten minutes. Which is about when... Actually, everybody roll me a perception check who's still in the room. Does keen smell apply? No. Mm-hmm. Um. Twenty. Twenty. Seven. Uh, I'm busy sketching the the room. I guess. <clears throat> I'm busy dealing with my new friend. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> So Cole and Heaton about this time hear the tread of footsteps coming from where Woten had left. I point my tail towards the door. We have guests. 
Uh, and five figures step one after the other into the room. Hmm. Is one of them a recognizable person with a pseudo dragon on his shoulder? It is. He is the second to enter. <clears throat> there are a pair of humans who come in first. Both male, one tall and ro kind of robust. Not quite pushing obesity, but definitely carrying a good bit of weight to him. He's the one holding a torch and kind of squinting, wearing workman's clothes. The second human is bald, but bearded. About as tall, but definitely much thinner. More robed. Gabal de Train is the third. Kind of holding a walk a gentleman's walking cane with Shimon still ensconced around his shoulders. And then the last two, a gaunt human male and a female halfling in warder's clothes wearing a breastplate. She carries a heavy crossbow and a short sword at her belt. Ah, Lord to train. How lovely to see you again. I say tapping my cane on the floor and closing the book. Well, my friend, it seems we do move in the same circles. Yeah, Not I Not surprised to see you here, I suppose. You also sort of stood out, but I indicate the pseudo-dragon. <laughs> What does your compact call itself? We're the Hawkshead Compact, and yours? Dreamheart Road. Hmm. I imagine that would mean that you're all from your home. That would mean that all of you or most of you are from, or at least based out of your family's home district? Currently. But we're not all from there. Hmm. And what brings you here this evening? Or whatever time it is. <laughs> Following the same dream that you and I apparently shared. Ah. Well, I'm afraid, and I'm going to, and I'm going to use Loki's gift at this point. I'm afraid that that dream appears to have been a bit of a dead end. There's absolutely nothing of interest down here anymore. <laughs> okay, let me make some wisdom saves. Uh, DC 14. DC's 14? Okay. Well, actually, sorry, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a deception versus an insight check. That's it. Right. Um, but I so get a, you get advantage. I have advantage. Yeah, that. Um, and and if I succeed, they believe me implicitly. 
Yes. Well, yes. Yes. Yes, you do. 25. Nice. Nice. Okay. And if I fail, they and if I fail, they know. Text here, real quick. If I fail, they know I used magic. Okay. So we need a couple of checks here. That's a nineteen. I rolled. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen and a nineteen. Yeah, that's a damn. That's some damn good shit. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And one of my two spell slots gone. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Well, two of your two spell slots, because you guys have not. Taken. I haven't cast a spell since we leveled up because you, oh, right. you said we regained all our spell slots when we leveled up. Yep. Okay, so, yeah, sorry. And you said that burning hands was not. Nope, yep. that was my racial ability. That was a different one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably it's probably at this point, by the way, that Wotan is like in the hall behind them with ring strike active, just three okay. rings floating around his floating around his head. All right. Let's see here. <clears throat> Ooh. Okay. That's a thing that happened. See, that's a thing that happened. Either means someone rolled a one or a 20. Yep. <laughs> Whenever Jack says that's a thing that's happened, somebody either rolled a one or a 20. Yeah. <laughs> they all say okay and turn around and walk off. <laughs> turn around, find a guy with ring strike active behind them and start fighting us. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, all they all they would see in that particular case is three rings floating around my head. Yeah, certainly they would not be familiar with something that a warlock has access to. Mm -hmm. You don't know what magic they have. You guys are barely familiar with your own magic. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> don't tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you say this, Gabal kind of gives you a look. Loki's gift does specifically only target one individual based it would have on been, it would have been targeting Gabal oh, then. Right. So I assume you would have been uh, targeting Gabal. Yep. <laughs> Who gives you a nod of acquiescence? The halfling wearing uh, warder's garb seems to be slightly less convinced of your story as she steps around <coughs> well that's an interesting tale that you tell and 
based on what I can see has been happening here, seems that you had a bit of a scuffle, I suppose. Yep. Oh God, we're facing Warlock Lindsey Graham. (laughs) (laughs) How bad was it? Just a matter of a disagreement between ourselves and some imps that had apparently taken up this place as their nesting grounds. They wanted us dead and we wanted them dead. So you know how it works. I suppose so. Any of you particularly injured at the time? No, not a one. We know how to handle ourselves quite well. That's good. That's very good. I suppose... All y'all are headed back topside then, since it was an unsuccessful. Hang on a second. Am I going to use a second spell for Loki's gift? (laughs) (laughs) There's another uh, old man and then another warder. Are they all clustered around the front or around the door? Yep. Currently. They're just kind of all lined up. Mm. Fuck. But none of them seem to be aggressive at the point. They're all armed, but... How well lit is it? Like, they have torches, right? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 The workman who entered uh, alongside the other human is carrying a torch. Um, and he's got a, a fairly impressive war pick kind of just at his belt. Well, I just want to know if there is like any, if the, if the firelight didn't reach into the entire room, if there is like a spot that I could slink back into where they may not notice me. You can make a stealth check if you'd like. So I, I, I need to make an insight check based on my interactions with the rest of the party over the past however long we've known each other. Okay. I need to know how likely they are to react viscerally to the implication that they are going to participate in lewd and lascivious acts. Because I can't I can't sell this lie that I have that I have in mind to use my last spell slot on if I don't if I think any of them will react negatively in such a way as to mean as to explicitly expose the lie. You're going to imply that we came down here for an orgy. I'm, I'm going to imply that we but, but before we leave, we're going to have to take part in a, of our ritualistic post bloodbath orgy, which they're not invited to. But I need to know if that's going to immediately send three people into into uh, disgust rages and and ruin the lie. Possibly. Probably. I mean, you might want to roll that insight check. That's why I said I wanted to make the insight yeah. roll first. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Go ahead and roll the insight check. 19. Oh, yeah. 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 Diamond, no. 
Yeah, Diamond would immediately say something, not realizing that you're trying to lie <laughs> to save their life. Okay. Really Cora cares not. Would not. <laughs> Major has probably heard weirder, or at least that's been her reaction every time you said something previously. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> In that case, as I. Yeah, you've got at least two no's. <laughs> as I flail to figure out what spell I have that can disarm the situation. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're almost done here, certainly, but it would be rude for us to simply bypass and leave you here on your own. So I feel like the group of you should leave. And the word leave, I am casting command. Oh my God. Oh my God. On the, on the water lady. Oh, fuck. Oh. Okay. Oh, this has been great. This has been a great. So, oh, actually, I have like, to cast it. I can't lie about an orgy. What do I say? It's so, very in character. I can't. So, I I can't cast it at less than second level. So, leave is targeting the warden and whatever the other guy that looks like the beefy heavy hitter is. Okay. Um, Wotan, by the way, is using Mask of Many Faces um, and appearing as a very particular uh, female, long red-haired uh, dwarf, dwarven woman. Okay. And your DC is... 14. What again? 14. 14? Yep. Okay. Fortunately, warlocks are good at wisdom saves. Fuck. <laughs> I have no combat spells. So I may as well use them trying to avoid the combat. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. So you just say leave. And directing the enchantment in your voice towards your two targets. They don't. <laughs> Figured. Yeah. Okay. Finish Let's go. <laughs> ah, you're not going to make this simple, are you? And... The halfling who has sort of begun doing a, a bit more of the, the speaking on her, on her own account. Hmm. Well. I understand why you'd be rather inclined to have taken that sort of procedure, practice. She glances back and forth at her friends. And while the numbers are definitely on y'all's side, 
we don't intend to do anything particularly violent in the current situation. But I don't see why we would need to make things unpleasant between our compacts at the current time. Having cast Identify on the crystal previously, do I think Mm -hmm. an Eldritch Blast would be enough to destroy it? Or would I know what it would take to destroy that crystal? It is a magical item. Yeah. Which means that it is potentially fairly resistant to most straightforward attempts. And you did see, while not the most physically strong member of your group, but you did see Aurelia smack it with a pickaxe and it didn't really seem to suffer any damage. Yeah, I was wondering if, like, mm-hmm. the way to destroy this is to apply force damage to it, or is, like, was the nope. key that I learned mm-hmm. or anything? At yeah, no. Moment, Major is going to speak up. Okay. We're not in the business of enemies or violence either, but we have our hope to complete our objective and the need to privately confer on what we have and have failed to discover here. I'm I'm sure you you understand in in the scope (coughs) of the game the value of long-term thinking and not antagonizing each other, or where we have no reason to think that's the goal yet. Offer us 10 minutes to finish her business here, privately, and the space is yours. If it would help, one of our number can remain with you during that time, myself or, or another, who assuade concerns. I'm not casting magic, I'm just trying to be old Persuasive. and yes, Uh You can make a persuasion. All right. So can you remind me what you said GM inspiration does and where it can be used? Um, So basically it serves as kind of like bardic inspiration. Okay. Um, With a, or I can't remember what the Eberron campaign thing is. It serves as sort of like. Yeah, I'm asking more like specifically. Mechanically, mm-hmm. but specific mechanics as that goes. Current, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an extra, it's an extra D eight. Okay, uh, can I use that on this roll? Yes, you can. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to roll it second. Uh, but yeah, you can you can definitely spend your your bardic inspiration on or your 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 oh. inspiration on this one. Cool. That's a twenty three. Twenty three. I'm not lying if that matters. No, you're 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 yeah. I've, I've... Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, she smiles. Well, I understand why seems you would be more inclined to to do that sort of thing. And when it comes to to the nature of what seems to have transpired in this area, I can see why you'd like a little bit of isolation. Don't believe we particularly are wanting anything to come to blows at the current moment, as it were. Although y'all are trespassing on private properties that I reckon don't particularly stand in any of your purview of current rights. If you're going to bring in legal discussions, please save it. I do have more than enough clout to have whatever authority you think you have pulled. Hmm. I'll make that as a persuasion check if you'd like, because that's the truth. (laughs) Or intimidation. Kind of keeping back and watching these exchanges, I'm trying to gauge whether she is uh, kind of holding back on just sort of outright attacking us um, on uh, kind of her judgment of of how this might go down, or if this is a uh, play to kind of get us to walk out and then backstab us, or you know the equivalent with with legal stuff like how confident is she okay uh give me an insight check okay and i would like to use one of my gm inspirations as well on this because i want to know real bad okay you can roll a d8 okay you increase that so that's 22 22. yeah my scarf up to cover the bottom part of my face just for when we walk out of here. <laughs> the the halfling doesn't particular doesn't seem to be posturing or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing uh, warder's armor. Yeah. So she and like I mean and it's it's a I mean it. At 
as you understand things, <clears throat> that either means she's impersonating an officer of the law mm-hmm. or she is an officer of the law. Yep. Does the clothing fit her well? Oh, yes. Um, okay. And your your money is 100% on she's not impersonating. Mm-hmm. You know that Heaton has some connection there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really, also, no, I really knows who my dad is. Yeah. Y- yeah, <laughs> but I also know that you're the the exiled son of this guy. Oh, so no. not exiled, just well, embarrassing. That's yeah. very, just a black sheep. Right. The very strong implication that you have given is that. How much you can actually rely on on, yeah. on that is suspect. Yeah, right. that's what really is operating on. Mm-hmm. But how much does the halfling know that? <laughs> yeah. mm. True. Um, and there's so that's a factor in mm-hmm. in in everything here. Um. And you don't know exactly how much that would would come into play. You the the Dreamheart Road compacts currently doesn't really seem to be interested in this coming into coming down to blows per se. Um they don't seem particularly interested in just letting you have your way either. No. Um, but it definitely hasn't gotten to the point where it's going to be a uh, curb stomp or nothing, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, Diamond steps forward. Okay. The, uh, before you, before you do yeah. that. Yeah. You see the first individual who entered the room. Um, The one kind of wearing scholarly slash clerical robes. Kind of stroke his beard a little bit. I do not think that this is particularly the right place or the right time for our fated confrontations. Decree. So my proposal is one that may be a bit more conducive to a peaceful resolution. No, I don't need to go on. If you would be willing 
I understand that your current position is one of first arrival, which we respect. So at this point, I suggest that all parties consider simply quit these surroundings and go about their way. I, as a player, did not understand what he was trying to imply. You say everyone, everyone. everyone. He's basically saying out. both compacts, we just leave and walk off. You with whatever you've acquired and them kind of acquiescing to. All right. So first insight check. Okay. Basically, uh, we'll we'll both just go our separate ways, and we won't fuck with you guys right now, and you guys lead out. I'm um, going, I'm also going to. How full of shit is this? Okay. So the implication being, everybody leaves for at least a period of time. It's not that you know he's not saying and we bury this behind us and nobody's ever going to come back here. They found it just, you know, half an hour after you guys did. But he's willing to walk away and not have this go down as a bloody fight to the death because he's not particularly interested in that either. All right. Yep. Then for two days' time, this remains behind both of us, and we hope that it does not need to be dredged up again. He nods. I agree. I think we are both the sort of people that understand the importance of our deals. <coughs> and we'll hold out a trunk to shake. <laughs> he seems a little uncertain as to whether or not it's polite to grab a loxodon by the nose. <laughs> but he'll just sort of hold his hand out and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, trunk sort of curls around and, and it's it's definitely like the old lady handshake where you're mm. not even sure if you're entirely holding their hand. Half <laughs> hoping you just Hulk smash him with your trunk. <laughs> no, no. I know. That'd be funny though. But but funny imagery, yes. Yeah. Um and shakes. Now that's the Loxodon Barbarian I'm building. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't. Not for this game, no. Yeah. Um, and then look around to the rest of the group with the stern yet motherly expression. <laughs> yes. 
I nod. Of course. I'm trying to figure out, um, so warder uniforms, do they have any sort of insignia as far as um, where they are from? Uh, yes, they do. They, and uh, they wear a wooden rank. painted board on one shoulder. <laughs> Similar to the uh, the insignia that the uh, the troll who watches the dock down in mm-hmm. Knives Pond. Yeah. yeah. That's your standard insignia. Is just a, It's a wooden plaque worn on over one pauldron. Where's she from? Give me a history check. Okay. Can I tell? Give me a history check. <laughs> me and my rolls this week. No, 11, 11 is good. Okay. Yeah. She's from Dancer's Court. Okay. Uh, the guy with the war, the war pick award or two, or no, no, he looks like a mason, hmm. but like not a guild member mason. Like I get paid to haul heavy rocks from one end of the yeah. yard to another type mason. Yeah. He's a, a laborer. Yeah. The fifth guy, as a. Uh, Wotan would have noticed coming up from the back. <coughs> Definitely smells of the river. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got the rag tied around his head. He's got the 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 tunic and the pants that only come new to about uh, shin length. Pair of boots that are definitely river water stained. Yeah, he's he's a sailor. I recognize him. No, you don't. Okay. Um, I mean, he, he looks like your average, like, dock, water, dock worker, bargeman, stevedore, like, yeah. shoreman. Like, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a guy who eats, drinks, and sleeps river water, but he could be anybody from anywhere. Does, does it seem like the rest of our compact is in agreement with the bargain that Mejia has made? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, well then, it seems like we're all in agreement. I will. I will. I will stride forward, pausing over to give Maya a hug around the shoulders and whisper in her ear, "Thank you." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, as I walk up, I'll offer an arm to Gabal, Lord Detrain. Would you care to walk me out? <laughs> he grins, takes your arm. Hoping that if Wotan... Jamon literally crawls down, makes a loop around your neck, and then crawls back up. Works for me. <laughs> I will, I, we, will, we will walk out arm in arm. Hopefully. Everyone else does too. <laughs> I mean, not everybody, in, because there's seven of you and five of them, but still, that's enough, that's enough for a pairing. Of not, you. not... <laughs> you're not but you're all leaving. <laughs> Who's the groom's side? Who's the bride's side? I don't know. <laughs> I'm the bride's side. Okay, good enough. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, because you don't want literal shit thrown at you. We're in medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> or industrial times, more accurately. All right. So everybody's on their way out? Yes. Mm-hmm. There, there's, a, there's a dwarf about halfway up the hall who does not look like Wotan, but you can see the rings hovering around their heads, so... 
Do you just stand there as we walk past? <laughs> the apparently female dwarf kind of like leans to the side and lets the group pass and picks up pace behind them as they pass by. Okay. <laughs> and you guys make your way out back into I, the shadow shades? I, I, um, as we pass this person that I don't know, <laughs> I say telepathically, because why not? How much did you hear? Everything. You hear Wooten's voice back in your head. Ah, <laughs> uh, now you can't respond. Oh, I can't respond. No, okay, if I, if I, no, Aurelia, Aurelia is an outgoing only telepath. Yeah. Okay, if, if Aurelia is not going only, then uh, it's a slightly, slightly higher pitch, but is almost certainly not magic. It's just his natural ability to raise his voice. Um, to because and it's for a lot of people who aren't dwarves, it's hard to tell the difference between male and female dwarven voices. True. Um, enough. I am trying to just make a perception for making sure no one, I, I distrust my own people more on this, no one's deciding, let's just stay behind. I mean, I'm hanging way back. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure no one is staying behind. Okay. Back or staying behind? Staying behind like they are I'm trying to invalidate Mara, the deal. I'm, I'm staying way back in the group. I'm still leaving. Yeah. Still okay. leaving, but not saying mm -hmm. that. That's what yep. I was trying to clarify. <clears throat> Everybody leaves. And where are you headed? Back to the wave crest? Uh, th th that's the name of the ship, right? Yep, that's Wotan's boat. <laughs> that would be the direction I take off in after parting ways with Cabal. I don't know if everyone yep. follows me, though. Yes. Seems reasonable. I don't actually know where we are until just now. <laughs> yeah, so you, Major comes out. Oh, okay. <laughs> then, then slowing down after we're a bit ways away, back to Major. So how did you get here? <laughs> He fell through the out of the sky. I I will yeah. sort of very gently pull a book out of my bag and start flipping through it. Oh, just I fell through the floor. Ah, magic is weird. Yep, I've taken to assuming it will happen in unexpected ways. Are we are we out of range of sight and hearing of the other compact at this point? Yes, you are. At that point, he will remove the, the mask of many faces. Oh, magic's quite useful. I noticed the rings. I, I, figured, you, I figured you would. Anyone <laughs> who knew me would probably recognize that. <sighs> well, they wouldn't. We have two days of having more information than them. Yes. To make good on what we've learned. If we at that point we wish to rush back and try and erase that or otherwise acquire it, fine. Equal <coughs> to us to be in a not directly physical confrontation relationship with them at this time by keeping to our word. 
I have the suspicion, based primarily on my dream sequence, that their goal in the game is the direct opposite of ours. That would follow. Oh, uh, can I ask really quick retroactively for an inside check to see if the if the sudden appearance of a seventh member of the compact had a significant effect on any of the opposite member yeah, of the opposite no contact? Because uh, I'm very curious if any of them <coughs> freaked out by the fact that they were actually even more outnumbered than they thought with an 18. With an 18, um, you notice that the laborer and the sailor sort of, when they saw you, kind of gave each other a glance like, what the fuck? God damn it. You know, but you don't know if it was a, there's more of them than we thought, or how did we miss one coming in? Yeah. A third contact already. <laughs> it would be useful to have that because it's already been erased. Honestly, that the information it hasn't been erased. It has no. not been erased yet. Oh, no. it hadn't. No. Oh, yeah. oh shit! That's the only okay. reason we wanted to stay. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I misunderstood. That was why Maja said, "Can we stay ten minutes?" <laughs> gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um, um. I think. Jack. Black. Yes. Do I think that you have to be able to cast magic to manipulate that artifact? Hey, yes. Hmm. Okay. Damn. Never mind. Then. Are there any high-level thieves in Conflux? There are a shit ton <laughs> of high-level thieves. <laughs> they cost money. They do cost money. But you could you could hire one. I was thinking more they the they You literally know a gang of were rats. Mm. They get the ability to manipulate magical items even though they can't cast spells. Was the thing I was so, referencing. So <clears throat> in in previous uh what's the term? Uh in previous games, there have been s several how many how many warlocks are there usually in a good game? More than like hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. So the odds of if if this is a significant clue that is going to impact a fair amount of the current players, there's a significant uh, chance that the some of the other groups that were not involved in that little standoff are going to discover that and the message within in the next two days when we are bound by word to not enter. I think we would be better served trying to get a head start on finding what we do know, which is that information. Yeah, no, absolutely. We know their names. Can you do me a solid? And what they look like. And that's pretty much it. No, the... Oh, Aaron, you're muted, or at least we can't hear you. And what game they came from. Oh, and what game they came from. Yes. Yes. Um, I think we need to do research, and I need to get gold. Um, a lot of gold, very quickly. Um, well, I know one way. Which is... Fucking selling, selling one. <laughs> How old is Aurelia I, if it's been? I was actually going to say that gem back there was worth three hundred gold, but you know. <laughs> yes, but we just gave our word the not to go back. Actually, stands. The newest one is. What was the question? 
how old is Aurelia if it's been expressed to us? Oh, um, well, like you can kind of tell her age. Okay. Um, she is uh, in her late twenties. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. There's a shitload of content. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. I have another possibility um, with the mm, gentleman I met at the talk last night. Um, I was thinking of heading off to do that. However, it would also be good to to research as much as we can about what we just found, which means libraries. And Heaton has apparently been banned from several of them, but I... Only two. ...to try and get in to at least one that I have not current do not currently have access to. Have you been banned from the Magisterium's libraries? Can you get us in? That's the college that I went to, right, Jack? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, no, that's my that's my alma mater. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Can you get people who are not alumni or or students currently in there to do research. Absolutely, I can. (laughs) Absolutely, I can, because I can lie and make people believe it. (laughs) I've managed to slip in myself a time or two. It just requires a little money to the right people or being quiet and still. Yes, but I have currently two gold and... No, no, no. no. I can get you in there just fine. I might not be able to get everyone in there, but I can get you in there. Alright. Do you need something gold for something other than the thing we all agree or the thing our compact agreed to? Yes. I need to make something. I have an idea for a weapon, and I need at least 50 gold, probably more for, a little bit more would be good for for potential mistakes or missteps in the execution of the plan, but, and I, I'm pulling out my notebook, and... I show you all the uh, design that's sketched there. All right. Which is I will kind show of everybody. Probably. Unless you're... Everybody no should be able to see it now. Yeah. I can't. No, I can't. There's a strange drawing. Ooh. Ooh. Strange drawing. That. Ooh, it looks neat. start with that. Fancy. I like it. I understand what it means now. And then... I see, I see a trigger, a handguard, and some kind of corkscrew device. It looks like a oddly mashed crossbow. <laughs> yes, but but say a corkscrew, one... a trigger, and a hand device, and I think a bottle opener. But okay, <laughs> I'm looking at the I'm looking at the artwork right now. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like an oddly mashed crossbow to someone who's never seen a gun before. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. it does. Um, yes, but one Arilla's uh, Arilla's hand gets grabbed, and. Eight gold is put in. Thank you. Thank you. I have um, no need of... of, of you're one-fifth of the way there. One-fiftieth. <laughs> yep. Um, no, it, it... This... 
but no. but with a, a barrel on the end that um, would launch a large a, a, a piece of metal very very fast. So a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> a, it, but per, on on entirely different principles, not not the the projection, not the the projectile. Right. Um, you need money to build a thing. But much more force. You need what? You need money to build a thing. Got it. Yes. As yes. somebody that frequently has very little to no money, um, if you if you really need this, if you can if you can get me a list of some things that may be hard to come by or, or just basic materials, I'll see what I can do. Also, there's also there's plenty of money to be had if you're willing to look in the right places and perform actions that might not be exactly smiled upon by the law. I love performing actions that might not exactly be smiled upon by the law. <laughs> I mean, it's my I favorite thing. You have an escort and a pirate, both quite willing to help you acquire money. <laughs> and somebody, as I pick up this all. With, with 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 a new friend that can turn invisible and steal things. Oh, all right. Second I need, and I start like scribbling out a list of like I need iron. <laughs> oh yeah, if you need. Can we get back to the map. Components. Iron, saltpeter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of what, a lot of what it seems like you're going to need looks like we might be able to find from, if I recall correctly, um, Dawn Breeze has most of the forges, right? Yeah. Uh, no, most of your forges are in Stormways. Stormways. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of what it looks like you need, we might be able to find around the Stormways. I also need equipment. Um, I mean, either to use someone else's, which, depending on how long this take that that takes this this that might not be viable. I'm, I'm imagining it's going to take quite a lot of experimentation. Uh-huh. Um, but equipment as well. Um, would Tinker's Tools Jack apply for, for making this thing? Would that be oh, enough? Yeah. Or uh-huh. would I need more yeah. specialized equipment? Tink- Tinker's Tools would be enough. Mm. Yeah. Um, I need Tinker's Tools, um, which costs 75 gold. Well, in my in my extensive experience, people who tinker for a living tend to keep those very well guarded. Yes. But if they're extremely distracted, they might miss one or two sets. On the less on another end of possibilities. Diamond, your family is in the weapons craft trade, correct? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they could totally come and use. Inquire them. with your family if they'd be willing to let her really yeah, borrow some workspace and tools while she makes an item. Yeah, that would be excellent. Yeah. I wanted to ask you as well, Diamond, if you would help me make this. It will go faster with more hands. I'll always help you. We're friends, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Nothing bad ever happened after saying we're friends, right? <laughs> Particularly in this gaming group. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing so much Kingdom Hearts lately. 
Actually, <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing really ever bad has happened whenever anybody says we're friends group in this play group. We're friends right in this play group because no one in this play group ever says we're friends, right? No, <laughs> yeah, absolutely that is not. not true. Selena said it many times. I was gonna say I yeah, think that would horribly wrong. A very specific druid that would disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Selena was a sorcerer. Yes. Same difference. Um, if <clears throat> some people can get started on that, I, I, until I get the supplies, I, I think I am best served trying to find more information about those those images that we just saw. We'll get you into a library. Uh. We're in Twilight's web right now, right? No, no. you're in Shadow Shades. Oh, Shadow Shades. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got a lead of my own for one of my own um, problems uh, to, to track down. He says he opens up the compass roughly northeast. Well, north, northeast. All right. Where's the magisterium, Jack? Thirteen clouds. Hmm. Well, I mean, we've got to go that way. I say, pointing at Aurelia and myself. I can take the I can take the boat with you up to thirteen clouds. If other people need to go somewhere along that way, or want to just accompany. Uh, stop me up at Stormways, Aurelia. Give me the the stuff you need for the forge, and I'll see yes. if my dad has it. Yeah, I'll give you the I'll give you the list after having like or I make like a second one for Cole for the 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 great heist of of just raw materials. I'll take I'll will I'll take a copy of that list for my own inspections. Yes. Charcoal, sulfur, yes. and saltpeter. Need lots of it. I will make sure that they negotiate the list so they don't just get the exact same parts of the list because I didn't say yes. <laughs> I'm having flashing flashbacks to shopping trips where roommates bought the same half of the essentials that we agreed we needed. <laughs> I mean, I feel like getting whatever we can get off of the list and getting more of it is probably better just for sake of expendable materials for testing. All right. So, so. people are headed out. Yep. All right. So, working our way up the river, passing Twilight's Web and Dancer's Court into Stormways. As you rise up the lock, the awnings stretch out over you because this is right on the border of the perpetual thunderstorm that reigns over the Stormways ward. Quick, relevant question. Yes. In the time that it takes for us to get from here to where we're going, would we, able to, would we be able to get a short rest in? You would be able to. Good. Spells are back. Yes, they are. Yeah. Ooh. <clears throat> spend spend that hit die to heal up as well. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't take any damage. Okay. All right, that puts me at one hit point down. So it's, it's, it's amazing okay, yeah. what you guys can accomplish yeah. when you all My get bad. a level and shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I hit I hit die. Put me at one hit point down. I'm good. <sighs> yeah, I'm good. All right. Um. Uh, I will check as we're rising up in the stormways to compass and see where it's pointing right now. Right about now, it's pointing 
almost directly north, just a hair to the west. So from Stormwood, the lock is like right in the in. It's like the gear. Right, it's the gear right there. Yep. So it's somewhere, probably somewhere in either Fell Heights, Thirteen Clouds, or Cryptward. But you push out from underneath these awnings okay. that protect the lock from the the torrential downpour. And you begin to make your way eastward towards the basin. As you pass, you know, the the, the spikes on on all of the rooftops here occasionally attract a bolt of lightning. The electricity hits the the iron metal and then travels swiftly, sparking down through cables until it gets grounded and dispersed throughout the <laughs> the ground terrain of the district, saving yet another house from fire. As you push forward in, um, eventually you get to the docking slip close to where Guitar Arms is located. And that's where Diamond is getting off. Anybody else jumping off here? Uh, no. Nope. All right. So, Diamond, you head back to your house uh, to talk to your parents about potentially helping out one of your friends. They're fairly amenable to the... Uh, to the prospect. Your mother is, of course, still a little nervous and worried about this whole thing that her daughter has apparently gotten wrapped up in. Trying to figure out what the best way to mom her way through it would be. I think you're muted. Yeah. That's just me not knowing what to say. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, mom, it's perfectly safe. It'll be fine. Besides, like... It's the game. Some weird shit's gonna happen. People die in the game, sweetheart. <laughs> not dead yet. That is not reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either you keep me locked up in the house and good, we'll go with that one. <laughs> in the house, or making it work. I go out and make Stormways proud. What would you like? Yes, you locked up in the house. Sounds great. <laughs> I've been locked up in the house for the past 10 years, so... Then why did you offer it as an option, sweetheart? We really need to work on your communication, baby. <laughs> <laughs> an awkward silence. <laughs> Diamond can't win against her mom. <laughs> <laughs> In retrospect, so one of us probably should have come with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're still going to help with their really his friends and everything. Just, I mean, look, Diamond snuck out once. <laughs> she can sneak out again. <laughs> it's happened once. I can do it more. <laughs> All right. The rest of you pushing up towards the uh, the 13 Clouds District. Is anybody wanting to get off at either Dancer's Court or Fell Heights before you get there? Uh, not unless my compass is indicating that that's nope. a significant point. Not yet. Okay. All right. So you push in, uh, and the 13 cloud slip for the magisterium <laughs> is right there next to you guys. Dock in for as long as it takes to load everybody off. Who's jumping off here? Me. Aurelia, yep. presumably. Mm-hmm. Cora, Shana, are you getting off here or are you just hanging out for the ride to see what happens? 
Sorry, sorry, I got distracted by work there for a second. Where do where do we stop? Now? Uh, we're stopping at the dock for the Magisterium in Thirteen Clouds. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I will go get off there. All right. So while the rest of you push further north into the other end of Conflux, where very few of you have spent much time, with the exception of Woden, the three who are headed towards the Magisterium. Do, 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 do. Um. <clears throat> do I what do I what do I need to get in as an alumni to the library? Um generally an appointment. <clears throat> okay. That's all? Like do I need any paperwork or anything like that or just Not really not not, not paperwork so much as the magisterium is something that exists on a sort of need to know basis. So if you know people, generally you have an appointment or something and you're allowed in. Um, if you don't know people, then you go to the front desk and you say, hey, I'm here to come in. And they say, who sent you and why? And if you don't have satisfactory answers, you don't get in. Okay, so can I go to... So would I be able to go to the front desk and say, hey, I've been sitting here by so-and-so. I need to use the library. I'll only... Uh, you know, I need to use the library for an extended period of time. Please let me in. These Potentially. are Potentially. <laughs> Especially if you, if, you, if you know who to name drop, which... You might have a few names that might be able to get you at least a slightly more favorable hearing. What do I need to roll to name drop? Uh, that would be a history check. Do I have any sort of advantage for having gone here before? Uh, yeah, I'll give you advantage on it. Why not? A 20. Okay. So the Magisterium is a looming building. As you come up... Fine stained glass work illuminates the front walls. Uh, there's a number of large, tall, gothic windows with the arch pointed apexes. And they're decorated with scenes from stories and legends and folklore and tales throughout the history of Conflux. Many of them warlocks of the great game because the the Magisterium Mysterium Sorcerer is devoted to the study of magic in a world where they're largely not. Um, and so anytime that the great game has a resurgence, interest in activity at the Magisterium leaps into play and more information is tried to be gathered and stored and analyzed and the the presence now of the game back here is felt almost as almost before anywhere else in the city which is why it's not quite as much of a surprise to you to come in and see the green and red pennants being now blowing in the 13 clouds breezes as they are every time traditionally when the game is in play <clears throat> There's a buzz around the campus grounds as you make your way past the the entrance. A pair of guards uh, halt you at the entrance to the library. Right then, state your business. 
Uh, alumni coming in to you, make use of the facility. I've been sent, and I will rattle off the name of whoever, whoever the most prestigious name that I happen to have that I that does that I am on agreeable terms with. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's somebody probably four or five rungs down the ladder from the library supervisors. Yeah. Um. All right then. Well. Let me uh, check and see, and we'll send somebody to escort you in in a few moments. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a seat to the side, please. And as you take a seat on these stone benches, you see a couple other scholars come in, um, students making their way back and forth. It's, it's a popular school, but not a a numerous student body. They tend to have very high standards for entry. Um, members of noble families don't have to reach quite as hard. Um, <laughs> I wave at... I, 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 That's not fair. I wave at some of the nobles that I recognize. <laughs> but you eventually... Oh, wait until Heaton, as I live and breathe. And you see a human female stepping out. Heaton, you recognize her as Balana. B-E-L-A-N-A for anybody who's taking the the time to write things down. I am. <laughs> Balana McMorris, who is probably in her late 40s at this point, um, and a member of the the staff who, who maintains the records in the library. I thought once we found you tied up with those twins in here, you had sworn to never come back. Ah, uh, you know... Life is fickle, and oftentimes when I need to find a good book to read, I can only think of three libraries that I'm willing to step back into. <laughs> so you're here for entertainment purposes. Absolutely, and you look lovely. But Don't I... even try and start with me. We've been through that. <laughs> All right, well, and these are... These are my friends. This is Aurelia Corshano. Korshana Aurelia, this is Belana McMorris. Pleased to make your acquaintance. Are you here as interested individuals or? They're here as my guests and probably to peruse the books as well. a number of types of guests. They are everybody. not, they are, they are friends, not customers. All right, then. Oh, I, <laughs> I used to rock at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Aurelia Clementine Everens, I'm from Vescone. I'm here to do some research oh. and my friend was uh, kind enough to offer to introduce me. I'm very excited to see the library. Please take this in the spirit in which it is very much intended and not at all as a serious insult on your character, but what do the muck muckrakers want? <laughs> I 
just seeing about um, what might be going on with the opening of the game at this point. I noticed the banners. Of course, absolutely. Yes, no, come in, come in, come in. We'll find you what you need. And she guides you all into the interior. Um, There's a number of just gorgeously laid out regions for different subjects to be broken up. Um, They have a very strong organizational system going by schools of magic primarily. Um, But if you ask any specific questions, Balana seems to be pretty well knowledgeable as far as what's kept where and will probably be able to direct you. So... What is it that you're specifically looking for as far as the games go? I'm curious about the existence of any magical items dating back several cycles, if we have any records on them. We have a number. Are you looking for manufacturing or items of a particular name or nature? I have a few names. Have you ever heard of something called the Everbloom Lily? Hmm. That's a bit outside my specialty. You know me, abjuration, evocation primarily, but I will see what we can find. Uh, you're saying this is, an, this, is, this is an object, not a spell? Yes, it appears to be, and I'll, I, will, I will rattle off, uh, I, I, will, I will rattle off the Everbloom Lily, uh, the Weird Thorn, and the Luxstone just three of the list, and indicate what they are based on what, if I can connect those to specific items I recall from my dream. Okay. Like, the lily is obviously going to be the lily, as far as I can tell. Right. Mm-hmm. If I can figure out what the weird thorn, the luckstone might be, I will add those in, but if not, just... Okay. Uh, yeah, magical items that seem to have been, that seem to be the results of one of this, like, one of the uh, games from around the... And I will list the three cycles in a row, with the cycle in particular in the middle. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, So, yeah. Uh, 45th, 46th, 47th. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. Uh, Looks like we'll need to get into the historical records and see if there's any knowledge of that. If it's coming from those cycles, usually they wouldn't necessarily have cropped up during. Generally, they seem to be noted afterwards, but I'll see what we can find. Um, and she takes about an hour or two cycling through various uh, repositories and catalogs to see if she can find anything, giving you guys uh, a couple couple books to, to page through as well to see if you can find anything, consulting with the occasional other uh, librarian or, or, or record staff that seems to be nearby um, before they finally find a an old, old journal. And we're talking several hundred years at this point. Um, um, also, for what it's worth, in the books that we're being given, I'm also looking for indications on the other ones. Okay. I just want to see if we can if we can find any of them. Yeah. I gave her the most innocuous sounding ones first. Because <laughs> right. I don't want to necessarily have her looking for Agony's Limb or the Visage <laughs> sep- Sepulchral. <laughs> right. Um, but eventually finds an old journal uh, from a previous faculty member who apparently had done uh, a lot of research specifically into unique items. Because there are some 
items that would be considered magical in nature, for instance, uh, anything that comes out of the Stormways manufactories for certain uh, <laughs> forges and weapon makers who distill magical essences from the storm into their their uh, products that would cons- be considered, you know, magical in the more common frame. Whereas these seem to be much more unique and specific. Um, she starts asking you if there's any names or any uh, particular, since you're bringing them up in, in requests in, in connection with the games, any particular warlocks of note that might be affiliated with these. I will give her the name Ragon. Uh, how, how you pronounce his last name, yeah. Thoneth, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that does seem to help her narrow it down a little bit. Ragon is... And she pulls back the page. Yes, here it is. Um, Ragon Thoneth, uh, individual of at least partially elvish descent from... And this is <laughs> mists of time, of course, you understand. Um, from either Twilights or Shadow Shades, looks like, uh, rumored. Um, and name is sometimes mentioned in touch with uh, something called the Fey Antiquities. That sounds promising. What is that? Yeah. Um... <laughs> some legendary artifacts that apparently date back to supposedly roughly the time that you referenced, sometime in the mid-late 40th cycles. Um, no, the legend goes that he had a connection with a powerful and somewhat dangerous entity who used his remains after he died to craft supposedly a rumored legendary number of powerful items that have been listed here. Um... A weapon, a staff, uh, some levels of armor, I believe, or no, maybe it's a cloak. Difficult to say. Um, but yes, no, Thonath uh, was apparently <laughs> the source. A little distasteful, I suppose, but warlocks be warlocks, I suppose, as well. Um, <clears throat> yes, but uh, no, Weird Thorn is actually. Oh, it's apparently a sword of some sort. Oh, interesting. Poisonous. That's rather savage, but... Um, Do you have any idea of where these ended up? Well, that would be the question now, wouldn't it? Um, no, they seem to have been either very well secretly kept, perhaps lost. Um, you know that uh, Twilight's Web has, if if he was from Twilight's Web, you of course have the the famous Undergress entry point there. Uh, so sometimes things get lost that way. And so he was he was potentially from Twilight's Web, and where else? 
or shadow shades. Yeah. One of the two. Um. If you were just in, so shadow shades might make a bit of sense. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, <coughs> wards tend to have a little bit of bleed through back and forth. Um, and there, there is there was a, a historical site note on the map in Shadow Shades. What's that? Do I know what it was? Uh, give me a history check. Okay. Twenty-four. 24. Yes, uh, you specifically are familiar with that because Shadow Shades, uh, that historical location is the Fountain of the Cup, which is where the Pewterman actually found the original, uh, the, the, the little pewter cup that was the object of that one game mm-hmm. was lost and then rediscovered just sitting on the edge of a fountain in shadow shades yeah what game was that one where the cup was found that would have been let me look say so, so deep in the fictional history there's the Twilight's web there it is i was gonna say um that is the whoop, 81st game 81st okay. yeah that was that wasn't too long ago actually no it was, was not like, what six yeah, that was about that was about six back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty recent. So eight. no, eight, eight back. Yeah, so this is the ninth cycle. We're so, okay. Yeah. Just there, looking looking at about the a century, century and a half ago, probably. Yeah. Looking at the information that we've gathered and and with uh with Palana, does it seem like these does it seem like these artifacts were kept together or were they split apart? Uh, well, initially together, uh, given the commonality of their supposed origin, um, but there's not a lot of information as far as if their use in concert or anything was particularly notable. Um, difficult to see where their paths led. Um, one would probably have to try and trace the information regarding them. I mean, a, a small sword of poisonous nature is probably going to find use in thieves, assassins, that sort of thing. Mm, the <clears throat> section where, where their uses were described, were there any on the other items that we were looking for. You only told me three. Uh, the... The Weird Thorn, the Everloom Lily, and the Lux Stone. Right, yes. Um, the Lily seems to be a specific storage matrix, I suppose you might call it. Uh, but it's a flower, but it's a wand. Huh. Well, I guess that makes a bit of sense. Um, and the luck stone seems to fit this description of that amulet or necklace of some color of it's a you know it's it's a gem that apparently has some level of fate touchedness to it and you you it seems like in this journal we found we found sort of a listing of the entire group of them 
Yeah, I'm trying to like see over her shoulder. If oh, she she'll can. show it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we're, we're, we're wanting to read the whole thing. Right, yeah. But it's basically, it's a journal from a <clears throat> researcher scholar who mm-hmm. used to be, who at a time, probably a couple centuries ago, was affiliated with uh, the Magisterium. Um, yeah. And yeah, was looking into trying to catalog legendary or notable uh, magical artifacts and found these, this collection of, he only lists six. Um, He's missing any, any reference um, of, of the, of, of the listing that you saw in your dream, Hayden. Yeah. Um, This journal doesn't have, a reference to a mask. Does it have reference to Agony's Limb, the Mist's Embrace, or the Priory of Raymond? Assuming that Visage Sepulchral is a mask? Right. Um, they seem to reference, yes, uh, there's a historical robe, amulet, wand, staff, sword, and cloak. So I'm going to assume Mist's Embrace is a cloak, the Priory of Raymond is a robe. Agony's mm-hmm. limb, and Agony's limb is a staff. That does seem to fit your your rough connections. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it, do we have any information about what the cloak staff ma- or, or robe do? Uh, not particularly, other than that they're extremely powerful um, and apparently fairly dangerous to use, at least by rumor. Okay. <clears throat> That's dangerous to the wielder or the other people around them or the targets yeah. of their so, use. The, so the information we have gathered thus far is that the Fey Antiquities were artifacts created from the body of Rhaegon Tonith, or Tonith uh-huh. who comes from either Twilight's Web or Shadow Shades. Yep. Uh, the Mist's Embrace is a cloak. The, win- the Weird Thorn is a poisonous sword. Agony's Limb is a staff. The Heirloom Lily is a wand in the shape of a flower that is some sort of mm, containment device. Um... Uh, the visage the visage sepulchral is a mask that has no information about it in the book that we found. Yep. The briar weave raiment is a robe, and the luckstone is a necklace. Yes, or an amulet. Uh-huh. Aaron, we can't hear you. I don't know if you're muted or just quiet. Aaron is muted. And they're all referred to as the Fey Arcanum, correct? The, the Fey yeah. Antiquities. Yep, the Fey Antiquities. I've, I've, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll copy this all into the chat as I'm writing it down. Yep. Okay. Um. Uh, does it seem like there's any more information we can glean from the from the books that we've got here? Not that she's able to find. Yeah. Um, and We're, frankly, she's kind of surprised that there's this much information for something that old. Yeah. But uh, yeah, seem to, and she's of course saying, you know, she's making notes on little uh, little bits of parchment as they tend to you know with yeah mostly in in her own shorthand um to sort of be of uh see if we can find any more information on this follow up on other aspects or categories see if we can find rumors or stories maybe it's known under a different name or was you know recorded uh having a a particular but you know getting getting names with types of objects is apparently giving her at least more to go on for future looks look arounds mm-hmm. yeah i was 
was if if you continue to look into this, I was particularly curious if they were used in any subsequent <laughs> game. Well, there's uh, a cycle. Magical items tend to crop up, especially when they come from warlocks around other warlocks. Uh, so I'll see if if there's any notes for, for instance, uh, one of the most famous, Kraman Garish, uh, used a a sword, but I believe his was more of a scimitar or something of that type. Um, but still, uh, see, and it's noted frequently described as a pale blade, which doesn't particularly fit this weird thorn, um, as you we seem to be finding it. But uh, if there's any other affiliations with magical swords utilized by warlocks, I'll see what I can find. I do appreciate it. Um, I'm going... Is there a P.O. box system in this city? Not really. There's a lot of courier services and messenger uh, businesses and that sort of thing. Do they have to have a, anything more than a name to find you? Usually they need a name, a location, you know. Okay. Um... And if there's a, you know, there, most of the time it's either so-and-so who lives in a long x street in whatever ward um or the other one is so and so who's a regular at this bar or establishment yeah i will give her i will give her uh myself as a regular at oh what was that what's the name of the bar with the with the with the with the with the stupid mimic horse and harp uh as a regular at the, at the regular at the horse and harp if uh, if she finds anything else interesting very good yes no absolutely uh, and if we, if it doesn't seem like we're able to find anything else, I'm good to go. I'll let the other two uh, decide if they want to keep looking at stuff, though. I'd like to keep looking around. Yep. Um, do you have any any sections on um, altering forms? Magic that does that. Yes, uh, transmutation. Of course, we have. That's an that's an entire school of of study. Altering forms in which way? Um, physical forms uh, into uh, smaller shapes, different types of things. I'm I'm just curious. Yeah. Yes. There. I mean, there's there's an entire uh, vein of alchemy that's particularly interested in the various substances and transferring not, not alchemy, not not inanimate objects, living things. Oh, the, you know, tur turn, turn, turning a rabbit into three rabbits, that sort of thing. Um, not, not as, not so much numbers, but, but altering the form into a different shape. Turning, turning the rabbit into a teacup. Mm -hmm. Yes. Something like that. Um, well, there is that a are type of magic. I mean, it's still roughly the same transmutative concept. Um, and there are certain certainly uh, stories of, you know, the warlocks turning themselves into dragons um, or that sort of thing. I can see what I can find. Yes. Can you show me where those are? And she'll take you down uh, 
a line into uh, just a just a bunch of very closely built shelves um, with only about room for one person to to move at a time between them. Um, and there's a number of small books and and lines of of scrolls and and sheets and collections. And she's like, most of these are stories of that sort of thing, records of the particular um, old legends. Any- yes. Um, have there been any experiments done? I I would like to look at. Um, sort of the practical applications of, of how magical effects can be combined to do something like that. I'm curious about the the way that this might have been done on objects of the of the type and and import of the ones we were studying bef- we were asking about before uh, to alter and change some of the the things that have been happening in the games. Curious. Uh, well, um, as far as that goes, uh, not so much particularly the only ones that have any level of commonality to them. Um, there's a, a ritual of, there's, there's a few rituals that are, that are transmutative in nature, but not of that specific type. Those are more of functionality or alteration of the closest one to alteration of the form that I think we have particular records of is the ability to meld oneself into stone. Can you show me those? I, I would like to look myself. I would like to note that any any ritual spells we find written down, I will be casually copying them into my book. Um, I don't have so, the I, I don't have the money for the papers to make them actually spells that I can cast, but I'm getting the information so that when I do have that money, I have them accessible to do so later. Okay. <laughs> um, so the libraries of the Magisterium don't really actually, at least as far as anyone is willing to admit, contain <clears throat> any actual spells. <laughs> that would be ridiculous and absurd and insanely powerful and everybody would want them. Um, yeah. yeah. So as far as that goes, the, the, the existence of magic as it confers is uh is something that is sure we admit that and we're very interested in how it works there are maybe a handful of the most renowned researchers who may have gotten their hands on the on a cantrip that could be can cast as a ritual yeah (laughs) that's about as practical magic as the 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 magisterium is able to to get you have an arc are, mage you can cast firebolts yeah basically yeah. <laughs> yeah um kind of thing yeah but uh so there's 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 a lot of 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 listing of particular magics 
that might have been able to be cast outside the game by those who were intensely knowledgeable and able to somehow maintain a enough of a body of knowledge that they could figure out how to do it without being warlocks themselves. Um, yeah, I'm looking. Mm-hmm. looking <laughs> so yeah. That sounds similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, there's if you're talking about being able to futz around with animals, um, yep. there's that's more of the uh, there's there's potentially a ritual that might allow one to speak with an animal. There's a transmutative ritual that supposedly might have been able to allow somebody to breathe water like some animals are known to be able to do, like fish and newts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as f- far as other things go in terms of that, uh, being able to in- ritually enchant an animal to deliver a message, which supposedly there was there was one um, old gnome a while back who was to who had the ability to to do that and was was very highly respected in the last century. Um, and then of course the the whole. Uh, thing with familiars, that's more of a conjuration thing, uh, and many familiars have taken the forms of animals, especially in the the, 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 the context of, of the games. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's about as much as she's able to find in you know an hour or two of looking. Yeah. So Aurelius is just flipping through things very carefully, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, respectfully, but like looking through things and just getting more and more anxious. Um, she's gonna hone in probably on the familiar stuff because she saw Cora do her weird thing, mm-hmm. and it seemed possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so while the rest of you get lost in the library, we will pick up next week with what happened with the ones who were going north further along the river. But that is all the time we have for tonight. So let's say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.